This message comes from NPR's sponsor, Patreon, where creators can build a more sustainable income source by giving their fans monthly access to exclusive community, premium content, and the chance to become active participants in the work they love. Check out patreon.com now. We take most things for granted, like our morning coffee, but there are a lot of people behind that cup of coffee. And A.J. Jacobs set out to thank all of them. It doesn't just take a village to make a cup of coffee. It takes the world. Ideas around appreciation on the TED Radio Hour from NPR. Happy Friday, everyone. From NPR Music and All Songs Considered, I'm Robin Hilton, and we are back. We are back. I'm here with Stephen Thompson. Hey, Stephen. It's good to be here, Robin. And it is a brand new season of New Music Friday. It's when we do a quick run through the best new albums out each week. It is January 18th, and we kick 2019 off with Maggie Rogers and her album, Heard It in a Past Life. singer is Maggie Rogers. The album's heard it in a past life, and the song is Falling Water. Stephen, this is her debut album on Capitol Records. She self-released a couple of her own albums before this one, but this is her major label debut. Yeah, it's hard to even think of this as her debut because she's been bubbling up for so long. She's had some minor hit singles with songs like Alaska and On and Off, and this record just takes the accumulation of her work up to this point and is an official full-length debut. And it's it's really charming. I mean, she's an enormously engaging singer-songwriter whose songs have this really springy, sprightly quality to them. But the bones of those songs are very, very, very sturdy. If you watch her at the Tiny Desk, we, we've already done a Tiny Desk concert with her. She strips them down to these acoustic settings and they, they still function so beautifully. Yeah, it is about the songwriting. And whenever I listen to her, I always have this moment where I'm like, man, she was just born to do this. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, even though she's on a major now, a major label now, she she really came to this on her own. You know, there was no machine sort of grooming her for this, right? I mean, and right out the gate, she had the voice, she had the moves, she had the pop sensibility. And I've been really Im- impressed also with how gracefully she's navigated these changes in her life. You know, this album, Heard It In A Past Life, it feels like it's mostly relationship songs, but she seems to wrap up some bigger ideas and feelings in these relationship songs. Like there's one called Light On, where she uh, talks about being terrified and feeling like she was going to break, crying on the bathroom floor when everyone said, you should be so happy now. You must right. just be so happy. And it really seems to be about something much more than just a broken heart. Well, I think there's something to be said for the fact that she didn't 
bubble up entirely overnight. Like yeah. she first attracted the attention overnight. You're like all of a sudden she puts a song on YouTube, it explodes. But that was a couple years ago. Yeah. You know, so she's still had time to workshop these songs and kind of put her best self on this record. Yeah. The album is called Heard It in a Past Life for Maggie Rogers. Let's go to Toro Imwa and his new album, Outer Peace. That's a mission statement I can get behind. <laughs> Maximize all the pleasure, even in this nasty weather that we're having. This is Chaz Bear, previously Chaz Bundick, and uh, Stephen, someone we've been following for close to a decade now. Yeah, Chaz Bear got his start in a style of music called Chill Wave, right. which, uh, which is a little different from what we're getting here. This is just this super smooth, funky, playful pop. I almost get like a, like a weird kind of like a less gimmicky Jamiroquai <laughs> vibe. I thought you were going to say it. it almost makes me want to move. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It almost makes me feel what you human call pleasure. Um, but there's this, I mean, you listen to that song, Ordinary pleasure and there's this really watery sound to it and usually when I use the adjective watery to describe music I'm, I'm use, describing it as bland but this has this weird kind of fluid quality to it that very slippery splashy bass that makes you feel like you're walking through a puddle as yeah. you're listening to yeah. it it's very breezy and whatever is the opposite of intense well, he is always mixing up his sound. His early bedroom recordings were much hazier and dreamier, <laughs> you know. And I haven't loved everything that uh, Toro Imwa has done, but I'll always be curious to listen because he's always trying out something new and, yeah. uh, you know, just a very restless, creative soul. Yeah, and not afraid to just make a record that feels fun and good. Yeah, and that's very much a, this song, Ordinary Pleasure, that we played is very much a mission statement for the whole album. Yeah. Toro Imwa, the album is called Outer Peace. Let's go now to Deer Hunter, one that I was really excited to get. A new album from Deer Hunter called Why Hasn't Everything Already Disappeared? What happens to It's lost to me. 
Deer Hunter, the album is Why Hasn't Everything Already Disappeared? And the song is What Happens to People. A real, a real celebration of how everything eventually dies is what this, <laughs> what this feels like. This is uh, Bradford Cox is Deer Hunter. And, you know, he started off releasing a whole bunch of music. Um, what was it, about a decade ago? More yeah. than a half dozen albums and EPs in five years, and he's really slowed other down. Pro- other projects, Other too. projects, yeah, that's right. And this is his first new music as Deer Hunter since uh, 2015. Yeah, and it's coming from an interesting place. I mean, Bradford Cox has often talked in interviews about and often sang about a kind of oppressive feeling of anxiety. And one thing that I that really struck me that he said about this record was something along the lines of feeling like your own anxiety is spilling out into the world, where you suddenly feel like the world feels the way you do, and it kind of contributes to this this you know, really overwhelming sense that things are, are coming unglued around you. Yeah. And so he and his band retreated to Marfa, Texas, which is this wonderful arts community in uh, in rural Texas. And they hunkered down there and made this record kind of in the pursuit of catharsis. But a lot of those themes of anxiety remain. Yeah, it gets pretty bleak at times. There's one song on it called Death in Midsummer." I think that might have been the first single on the record. <laughs> Death the, in the, Midsummer, the top 40, yeah. The top 40 hit. <laughs> Where he says... Uh, your friends have died and their lives just fade away. Some work the hills, some work the factories, work their lives away. And in time, you will see your own life fade away. And on What Happens to People, he sings, uh, What happens to people? They quit holding on. Their dreams turn to dark. The rust in your castle, you're trying to fill. Like this, this he just sees everything as sort of fruitless and pointless, and the, yet the music is relatively jaunty compared jaunty to... Jaunty is a good word for yeah, it. Yeah, compared to uh, some of their earlier work, the stuff that, you know, from Deer Hunter that was really washed and lots of reverb and mm-hmm. really stretched out. Uh, but I love what he's doing on this one. Bradford Cox, Deer Hunter, the album, Why Hasn't Everything Already Disappeared? Let's do one more album before the break. This is Pedro the Lion, and the album is called Phoenix.
Pedro the Lion, the album is Phoenix, and the song is Quiet as Friend. This is uh, David Bazan is the singer. And Pedro the Lion, a band he formed 20 years ago, but for most of that time, the last 15 years, he's been doing other projects. And uh, this is his first, and solo albums, and this is his first uh, album as Pedro the Lion in 15 years. Yeah, and man, if you haven't heard those early Pedro the Lion records, they are absolutely fantastic. These really intense, but also at times bright and beautiful examinations of faith and failure and what it means to be a good person. Uh, All topics he's wrestled with throughout his career. David Bazan is just an intensely searching and always re-examining his life and his lyrics in ways that are very, very poetic, but also very clear. He has said that this record, Phoenix, is going to be the first of a, a series of five albums addressing places where he grew up. So Phoenix refers to the, the city and not uh, rising from the yeah. ashes, though that's certainly implied. I can't wait to hear those other four albums because this one is terrific. There's so much to love about his music, but I think the biggest thing for me are the stories he tells mm-hmm. and, and uh, the characters he fills them with. He, he So much of his music um, seems to be about him trying to reconcile the person he is with the person he always hoped he would be mm-hmm. or imagined he would be. And he just has such a remarkable gift for remembering the tiniest details from deep past his yeah. deep past like uh, you know he's got the the song on this record called yellow bike which is incredible now i can remember that i had a red schwinn bike <laughs> with a banana seat but i can't turn that memory into this grand metaphor for the majesty of life, which is what he's able to do. I think he is a very introspective person and mm. like a naturally introspective person and probably somebody who has filed away every mistake he's ever made <laughs> yeah. and has this incredible yeah. ability to make those very specific but also universal. Yeah. Uh, Pedro the Lion, the album is called Phoenix. A really fantastic new record from Pedro the Lion. We still have a few more albums to highlight, but first let's take a short break and we'll be right back. Support for this NPR podcast comes from Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Family owned, operated, and argued over since 1980. Proud supporter of independent thought, whether that's online, over the air, or in a bottle. More at sierranevada.com. It's New Music Friday from All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton. I'm here with NPR Music's Stephen Thompson. And we are looking at the essential new albums out on January 18th. We start the second half of our show off with one uh, we just learned about late last week, James Blake. James Blake, his new album is called Assume Form. Oh, 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 
James Blake is the singer. His new album is Assume Form, and uh, this song is called Can't Believe the Way We Flow. And this song is like a lot of the songs on this record, which are kind of love songs. He sings a lot about being in love. Yeah, this is a really sweet and swoony record. It has a lot of high-profile pop and hip-hop stars on it. Uh, Travis Scott, Andre 3000 from Outkast, uh, Moses Sumney, Rosalia. Yeah. Uh, kind of a mix of these like fast-rising critics darlings with big pop and hip-hop stars. But the record as a whole has this gentle quality to it that's very inviting, especially kind of late in the record. It closes with a song called Lullaby for My Insomniac, and it has that pretty sweet, dreamy, lulling quality to it. It's not as moody or broody, mm-hmm. I think, as uh, as some of his earlier work, and it's very intentional. He he did an interview, James Blake did an interview with The Guardian last year in 2018, where he talked a lot about his battles with depression and even mm-hmm. having suicidal thoughts. And it's something that he has wanted to be very direct about and open with. Last summer when he released the song Don't Miss It, which right. is on this album, he uh, put out a statement on Twitter saying, I can't help but notice, as I do whenever I talk about my feelings in a song, that the words sad boy are used to describe it. I've always found that expression unhealthy and problematic when used to describe men just openly talking about their feelings. And he really pours all those feelings into this record and shows that it seems like he's in a really good place right now. Uh, James Blake, the album is called Assume Form. Let's go to a quirky duo that I really love, Buke and Gase. Their new album is called Scholars. Buke and Gase, the band Buke and Gase, their album's called Scholars, and this song is uh, Pink Boots, just one of the many thrill rides on this (laughs) record. So much adventure and experimentalism without going off the rails uh, with this band and on this record, Aaron Dyer and Aaron Sanchez, a duo from Brooklyn. Yeah, a really fun band. When when Buke and Gase first arrived on the scene in like 2009, 2010, NPR Music was covering them a lot. You know, they, they came in and did this really great Tiny Desk concert. And they've been a little bit quieter in recent years. They've collaborated with other artists. This is their first album since 2013. And they're still using a lot of the equipment and approaches that helped them really stand out when they first came out. A lot of their musical arsenal consists of these weird hybrid instruments and homemade amplifiers. The the buke in the name Buke and Gase refers to a homemade bass ukulele. Right. So a lot of these sounds feel 
familiar, but not quite the way you hear you've heard music before. And, and it's not it's also not just um, a, a quaint gimmick of theirs. Oh, we no. make our own instruments. It's what makes their sound largely possible. Yeah, and and at the same time, you know, it's funny because like if you were to write a description of the band, you know, you would you would use terms like oh, like a like ramshackle, like almost like junkyard punk or something like yeah. that. But at the same time, there is this sweetness to the sound. There's a sweetness to the voice. There's a light, quirky, playful quality on top of this sound that can be very dissonant and rumbling and strange. Yeah, I, I, they, they find a way to thread that needle, you know, yeah. to find that sweet spot. Buke and Gase, the album is called Scholars. We've still got one more record uh, that we want to play, but let's mention a handful of the other notable albums that are out on January 18th. Sharon Van Etten's record, Remind Me Tomorrow, is out on January 18th. And the only reason we're not digging deep into it is we've got an interview with Sharon about the record going up next week on Tuesday where uh, we sit down and play the entire record and listen to the whole (laughs) record together and and dig into it. There's a, a band called Tender, Tender, that has a new album out called Fear of Falling Asleep. This is a duo from London that makes this really dark electro-pop music. Malibu Kin has a new record out. Malibu Kin, self-titled album. This is ASAP Rock and Tobacco collaborating on the album Malibu Kin. And then there's a band called Crane Like the Bird. Crane Like the Bird. Uh, this is drummer Kyle Crane. He's worked a lot with Nico Case and M. Ward in the past. And it's just this really buoyant pop album with lots of guest appearances by James Mercer, Ben Bridwell, Connor Oberst, M. Ward, and a whole lot more. Crane Like the Bird. Man, there are a lot of records this yeah. week. It's, it's just like it was dead the first couple of weeks, and then now the floodgates now, are opening. Exactly, yeah. the floodgates. Uh, the rapper Future has a star-packed album called The Wizard. We have not had a chance to hear that record yet, uh, but that's going to be a very big title. The Twilight Sad, a Scottish rock band that I have loved for a really, really long time, uh, has a new record called It Won't Be Like This All the Time. Uh, Mike Posner, who had a big hit with I Took a Pill in Ibiza, has a new record out called A Real Good Kid. Juliana Hatfield, uh, yeah. a star in the early 90s, has continued to make good music for the last, gosh, 25 plus years. Uh, she's got a new album called Weird, and we're not, there are artists yeah. we're not even mentioning. Uh, Steve <laughs> Gunn, a guitarist who's oh, worked right. with Kurt Vile, he has a new record called The Unseen In Between, and there's there's lots more. It's a good week to dig in. All right, our final album for this week's New Music Friday comes from Francis Cohn. It's called Late Riser. Oh, 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 
This is Francis Cohn. The album is Late Riser, and the song that we're hearing is called Unraveling. This is a duo from Brooklyn, and um, Stephen, they have made really, a really captivating album here. Yeah, I love this band, man. They were... For me and for Bob Boylan, they were a big part of the run-up to South by Southwest 2017. We've talked about that process on this show many, many times. We listened to, you know, 1,500 to 2,000 songs to prepare for the festival, trying to discover new bands that excite us. And uh, Francis Cohn had a song called Arizona. They, yeah. you know, it was just a single that they had out. And Bob and I, independently of each other, both flipped out for it at the same time. Yeah. And we're very excited about this band. And when we saw them live, they had a bunch more more terrific, bright, beautiful pop songs where that one came from. And it's taken a couple years for Francis Cohn to get signed to a label, to put all those songs in one place, get producers, all that stuff, to finally get an official full-length album release. Songs have been trickling out ever since then. And so it's nice to have Francis Cohn kind of finally getting this big, kind of like we talked about with Maggie Rogers, yeah. kind of a big coming out party, like here is a survey of our music up until this point, and the songs that they've released along the way are on the this record and there's just such a such a sweet and approachable and comfortable quality to these songs but there's also depth you know this song unraveling is about uh, you know we talked about with deer hunter that's that overwhelming sense of anxiety yeah. and this quality that you can have when you feel overwhelmed of learning to let go of learning to just like feel so overwhelmed that you're able to find some kind of peace and and this song captures that to me i'm really excited about this band i hope they have a, a really big 2019 because they've got this record that just has great song after great song on it yeah i really love this one a lot late riser and i think the calm in the middle of the storm that you talk about there is really at the heart of this album because i love that it's called late riser because it has this really dreamy sort of sleepy <laughs> feel to it that's I don't know it's very comforting it's like sinking in the cloud even it, it sort of says everything's going to be okay yeah yeah we need that <laughs> Francis Cohn the album is Late Riser thanks Stephen for sitting in on this uh, 2019 debut edition of New Music Friday it's a pleasure it's going to be a great year I, I can feel it I can feel it <laughs> Remember to tell your friends about the program. You can follow me on Twitter at NPROBIN. We've also got a Spotify playlist for New Music Friday that you can listen to. Just search for NPR Music in the Spotify app and you'll find it. Or go to npr.org slash allsongs. And for NPR Music, I'm Robin Hilton. Be well, have a great weekend, and treat yourself to lots of great music.